Your time is now. The world needs leaders. It's up to you to answer the call. Be better in business. Be better in life. Joined by our host, Chris Book. This is Leading by the Book. Hey guys, welcome to Leading by the Book. Hope your week is treating you well. Thanks for stopping by and checking us out a little bit this week. As a lot of you know, in the past year or so, I got into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and suffice to say, it made a tremendous impact on my life, just in terms of mental clarity, discipline, and even creativity. It has really enhanced so much of what I do, both at the office and away from the office. And I certainly could not have made the strides that I did with Jiu-Jitsu if I didn't have some incredible teachers. And one of those teachers is a guy named Jason Hunt, and he is truly an awesome guy. He was a national judo champion. He's a black belt in both judo and jiu-jitsu, and he is also the co-owner of Meiraki Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Los Angeles. It's an academy that he founded with Kenny Florian, who most of you probably know from UFC fame, if, if you're into that at all. But nonetheless, I had a chance to sit down with Jason and just talk about the implications of jiu-jitsu, specifically for leadership, and really with through the faceter, I guess I should say through the lens of what it means for somebody in an office environment or in a professional environment and how they can use the lessons and the discipline of jiu-jitsu to really further what they do. So I think it's an incredible conversation. I hope you guys like it. I certainly had a blast getting to record it. Now, one thing you will notice, the audio is probably not as good as it typically would be when we were doing a studio interview or something like that. And the reason for that is because I had the chance to stop by Mayrocky in Los Angeles, and it's an incredibly beautiful facility. However, it does have a lot of glass and concrete in there. So the audio is just not quite as crisp and tight as you would normally expect from the show. But I think it's really important uh, to, to at least get a chance to do that, to see the place again. And if nothing else, the, the ambiance is incredible. And there's so many great people in there. I just couldn't pass up the chance to go and record there, even if it's not as pristine as we would like. But anyway, with that being said, I hope you have a great time listening to this interview with Jason. If you're in Los Angeles, definitely check out Mayrocky, mayrockybjj.com. An incredible group of teachers, and the students there are even more incredible. So it's a great place, whether you're more advanced with jiu-jitsu or just getting started. It'll definitely impact and change your life, and there's probably not a better place to do it. So with that, here's Jason Hunt. I'm a, I'm a firm believer if you take care of people, then why do they want to leave you? If you're a boss and they're your employee, but and yet you give them that greener grass because you communicate with them like, I'm, I want to take care of you, so I take care of you, take care of me. Without you, I don't have this. Without this, I don't have you. So I'm a firm believer of trying to like really get people as, as a boss and a CEO of a major company. It's, it's worth your while to look after your people because those people represent you. Without them, you're alone. Without, without you, they don't have direction most of the time because you have the experience. So if you can somehow work that together, I feel the CEO is just nothing without his team. The team is nothing without their CEO or their leader, yeah. so to say. You know, it's like you got to have one rather than two. It's almost the same construct, though, as, as the academy. You know, it, it's not necessarily you've got, you know, people selling a service and, and people buying the service, but you have leaders, you have professors teaching, and, and you have students. And it's sort of the same thing in the way you have to cultivate your students, you have to create an environment for each of your students individually to get better. And obviously, it's good for you as a company if they do. But, you know, we were talking earlier about the customer experience you try to create or just the experience as a whole you try to create and how it's it's very different from other academies. 
Well, that's the same thing. That, that's, it's a servant mentality. And then there's a big movement now for servant leadership, but sort of the same thing with understanding what makes my people tick rather than they need to tick the way I tick. The belt system kind of works like that. If you think about it, like if let's just say for talk's sake that, you know, it's a new academy, so everybody's a white belt. So everybody's brand new. Sure. Everybody's brand new. But this guy's been here two days. This guy's been here one day. If you teach the guy who's been here for two days to help teach the guy who's been here one day, the experience on the third day is greater than if you just are rude and you don't want to help them on the third day, it's not as great as it was the day before. If that makes sense at all. Absolutely. So the whole idea of building that culture is, okay, you're a white belt, he's a white belt, but you have three days experience to his one. You just have a little bit more experience. So if you can give him those three days experience in his first day, A, he's going to feel more comfortable. Now you've built another team member. That guy's going to want to help you on day four. So maybe he has a little bit different mentality or, or whatever. Maybe he has something to offer you more and he says something that clicks in your head about the lesson or whatnot. Well, now you have two people that are going to help another person and just as the like the cards or the decks falling or the domino effect. It's I guess. compound interest. Yeah, it's like now it's everybody is, everybody's wanting to learn more together, truly being together without... You're both white belts. Just because he has a little bit more experience, your color of your belt is still white, you know? So it's good, and it needs to be like that, and it, and it, that's that comes from the top of the of the the highest ranking person in the gym. Obviously, is the black belt. So it's like their job is to give this information to teach the white belt to have respect like the black belt. You know, so if you look at the Japanese and the culture of judo and everything, you know, it was in Japan. It's only white and black because it's not that big a difference. Really? Yeah, because it's that. it's. This is the respect level. It's like build your build your students to only want to help the other students. So it's just not just about the professor, because that, that's just one man yeah. giving you knowledge because he's been doing it longer. But it doesn't mean he is the the ultimate leader of everything. Because you're not a leader unless you have followers. If you don't have, you know, so you have to teach those people to be leaders, so that the white belt leads the white belt from day one, and then everybody just keeps leading each other until everybody grows and grows and grows and then they get to keep leading these other people so at the end of the day everybody's a leader the only person who's not a leader is the very first day the very first time you come in because you don't know what to lead yep. but the second day if you're had that culture and you understand what the gym is about then you're a leader to the next person that comes in and yeah. that, that's kind of the mentality well you know the funny thing is I actually maybe the one small counter to that is you say you can't be a leader on the first day but you could probably be a leader just in other ways. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you can obviously lead with your attitude, with your mannerisms, with your attention. You know, when you see someone that, that comes in fresh off the street, but they want to learn and they're dialed in, that's that's good for everybody with the mood it says. But I think, so a lot of people probably listening to this probably have never been to an academy, so they, they don't know how it works. But at least the way it works here is, you know, you, you, Monday through Friday, you essentially teach the same lesson every day. And so I, mean, I came in on a Monday, my first time ever in and just got my butt kicked. In fact, I, we, were, we were doing cross chokes that day. And I remember, I mean, I'd never been, probably never even been in a fight in my life that wasn't on a baseball field. And I remember Joe um, leaned over and said, hey, you want to know the secret to this? He said, when you're choking someone, you lean down, you get right next to their ear, and you say, go to sleep, bitch. And that was the last thing I remember. <laughs> 
But that's what Joe said, huh? Yeah. I'm going to remember that because when I'm going to choke him and I'm going to lead down and say that to him. No, but the funny thing was, it, it was actually it was it was done very nicely. He wasn't yeah. he wasn't being a jerk about it, but it was it was funny because he took the time to teach that, and so two days later, I mean, I'm I'm you know three hours into my experience with jujitsu, some other kid comes in off the street, and pretty soon I have stuff to teach him from the last two days because it's the same lesson. I've now done it twice and this is the third time. And also I teach it and he's, he's obviously learning and he's probably actually learning maybe as comfortably because it's somebody that's at a level relatively similar. You're sort of doing it together. Yeah. But then for me as the person that's been here two or three times now having to sort of teach it, there's a mastery that comes with that too. And this all just sort of plays in itself in a cyclical fashion. And, and people get better because of it. That's the, that's the whole idea. And it goes back to that whole thing of, of helping each other. Like with this sport, you can't, you, you have to help each other because if there's no communication and, and touch, yeah. then you don't know what's going to happen. You don't, you can't explain it. So you got to have two partners who are equally wanting to help each other so that he can explain while you're doing the technique. He, oh, just this, just this. Oh, now I feel it. Well, now you can memorize that. Yeah. But you can't practice the air doing that. You can't just practice sure. and be like, hey, is it good? Well, I don't know. can't watch YouTube videos or watch yourself in the mirror. Yeah. But you know what it is? It comes back to trust. And I've, I've talked about this a lot with, with clients and, and, and on the show. And the biggest element for a team to be successful in corporate America has got to be trust. And trust is really hard Very. to establish. Because... You know, sure, everybody's there. You know, hopefully the company does well because maybe if the company does well, we do well. But we got mortgages to pay. I want to get the promotion. There's another guy on the team probably buying for the same promotion. Trust is really hard to to establish. But when you do within a team, it's magic. And when when you're training jujitsu, you know, there's a trust there. You know, when when you're working through some of something, especially when when people are getting choked out potentially, there's a trust. And and you know, I. I I forget where I saw it, but you know, it's, it's a respect for your, for training partner's body, so to speak. And that element of trust really plays into how people develop and, and the camaraderie they, they build, but also how rapidly they learn. So if you translate that to a corporate environment and I figure out a way within my team so that, you know, yeah, maybe people are individually motivated, but they feel responsibility to each other. And that's one of the things the military does very, very well because the stakes are so high. But when you create that interdependency or that, that responsibility amongst everybody, that's magic. Yeah, you know? I agree. I, I agree. That is, you, you have to look at, especially a guy you've never met in your life. You don't know his background. You don't, sure. you don't even know his name yet, right? You barely just, hey, how are you? I'm so-and-so. I'm so, okay. I'm going to choke you now. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, okay. So it, it, it goes back to the facility. Who's running the facility? What have they already instilled into the vibe of the person the minute they walk into the academy? How you shake their hand, how you greet them. When they sit in the office, it's you kind of lay it out like, this is what we're looking for. This is the kind of mentality. Um, you, you do, you whenever you talk to that person and you trust them, they, they know that everybody's there for the greater good of each other. So it's easy to trust somebody whenever you have somebody who's just wanting to show them and you don't know. And the minute you get it, both people are usually really excited. The person who who initiated the choke and the person yeah. who received it is just as happy because you got it. Yeah. You did it. And then you're like, I did it. You're working it together. Do it again. Okay, my turn. Do it again. We got you. Oh, that was the best feeling ever. Oh, man, I can't. let's do it again. You know, next person. 
and then it builds it builds that teamwork and and again you can rely on that person you can look back and say hey man did i do it was it good was it oh you know maybe next time be a little this little that and you know i'm sure in the corporate world that that goes a long way whenever you have a major uh, project coming up and you're just not a hundred percent sure if your presentation or whatever is the is the correct if you can trust somebody that they're not there to they're only there to better you no matter what whether it benefits them or not is because no no matter what it's going to benefit them if you do the great job they were a part of it so now they're just as responsible as you are because they gave their opinion and you're like oh, okay i trust your opinion if that was the final say yeah. you know and then the flip side to that if it fails you have somebody else you can go talk to to be like man i thought i and there's your camaraderie and then it's like you know what chances are it's next one you do will be better than that one and it failed for a reason because it wasn't the right fit the client wasn't the right fit or you know something wasn't in line doesn't mean it's right or wrong but there was something that was causing it to not happen so you mentioned in there talking about how you have people from every different background in here you know i I saw when i came in the first time you you got you got lawyers you got real estate developers you got nurses i mean you got people that do yeah for whatever reason, there are a lot of photographers. Yeah, yeah. The the, you guys got a lot of photographers. Got a, that, that's everybody's friends. They're all friends. So, oh, is that it? Yeah, they're all really good friends. And, and, and it just kind of happened that they're all photographers, but they started training together because they shoot together and sure. help each other. And uh, Joe, when we talk about Joe, you know, Joe David Staples, um, he's, one of the, you know, he's one of the most famous art directors for Widen Marketing Firm. I didn't even know that. He was their art director. It's a legendary agency. Yeah, it's great. And that's why Joe is Joe is probably one of the most creative, funny, relaxed guy in the world. And and it's really nice that he trained here because I didn't really know much about it. And, and the stuff that he comes up with just like, like that, you're like, I got to keep up with you and I got to try to write you down because you give so much information on a whim that you're like, yeah. and he just trains jiu-jitsu for fun, you know, and this is his time to, to kind of unwind, but yet he's always still thinking about marketing when he's training. Like, sure. I'm going to choke you out. Bitch. You know, <laughs> like, it's, only Joe would say that. Well, see, no, nobody knows. He's got a, is it a British and Australian accent? Yeah, he's, Brit- he's British. Yeah, Br- he's British English. accent. Yeah. And so it's the most gentlemanly way somebody can yeah. ever say, I'm going to choke you out, bitch, or yeah. go to sleep, bitch, is what it was. Yeah, he is, he is, he is funny. And then, you know, we have photographers. We do, we have lawyers to, to students, to, um, man to a construction worker you know so it's it's cool it's it's and that we talked about this earlier too about having it to where when you walk in the environment makes it to where it doesn't matter who you are it's it kind of brings you into the same you know yeah i actually wanted to name the gym because meraki is a greek word and i actually wanted to name the gym um alilan because alilan means together in greek you know and um and inna, inna means one, you know, so it's, it's, it all kind of, we were, we were thinking about names and stuff. I just wanted to have a name for the gym that meant team something like something is one. And, and, you sure. know, obviously the Greek, you know, from the Olympics and the wrestling came from the, the Greek culture. So I was like, oh, oh. so Rocky is a Greek word. So it's like, it just kind of, it kind of worked out. Yeah, you know, I, w- I want to talk about about the the business side and the partnership of the gym because I think it's a fascinating partnership with, with you and Kenny. But 
Go, going back to, to Joe, I didn't know Joe was, was in, in the creative yeah. industry. But, you know, we were talking earlier just about how, like, jujitsu is it's kind of mental superpower. At least it was for me. It's like, you know, for a guy that used to be super productive in the morning, you know, I'd, I'd go to a lunchtime class. And then there was like two hours after my mind was just clear. And it, you know, it's, it's almost the same effect that I got when I started meditating and stuff like that. Just being able to refresh my brain. And I imagine, you know, for a creative guy, you know, your brain's always spinning and, you know, creatives are known, you know, you kind of got the, the inherent ADD and all that or ADHD even, but jujitsu has got to bring <laughs> such balance to a mentality like that. It calms you down a little bit too, you know, because it is very hard because you're moving your whole body at once. Um, you're trying to really focus on one direction, so it kind of it f- focuses you in on it. <coughs> Sorry, you're good. Um, so that that's what's that it does like for a creative person because it is such a creative sport and. I can see where if if your brain doesn't stop, doesn't stop, doesn't stop thinking, thinking, and you get in here and and you're talking to friends and you're training and you do kind of truly forget about what's outside the door because you're just focused in on a move that's, that's, it's, it's intellectual for one. Jiu-Jitsu is a very, it's an intellectual sport. I think, you know, I think you said earlier, it's problem solving. Yeah. 100% problem. You got to, you got to solve a problem. So your brain has to work at, well, how do I solve this to get better? And, and then that's where the chess and the fun comes from because you're constantly trying to just be better at it. And you can never really truly like whenever you solve one problem and then you create like 25 more problems yeah. because you start to understand it more and you start to analyze it more. So you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And and then your partner does something complete opposite. And you're like, well, you weren't supposed to do that. So I got to solve this now and this. And you end up laughing in your mind a little bit. So you kind of focus in on it. And you lose focus of work or this problem or I had this meeting. And then you shower, you relax, you hang out, you have a conversation with somebody completely separate than your everyday life yep. most of the time. And you just have a genuine kind of like, oh, great, thanks, see you tomorrow. Okay, great. Then you go to work and you, you, you've worked out your mind, you've worked out your body, and you've worked out your, you know, it's a little bit like meditation. When your mind's stronger too. Like that... You know, it's funny, like, you're not focused on anything else. You're not focused on work, emails, phone, problems at home, whatever it might be. But because you're problem solving, you're like, you're building up that myelin in your brain, like kind of reinforcing your circuits and your, your brain becomes stronger. It's like there's more horsepower there when you have a problem to solve in the real yeah, world. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's the part of jujitsu and, and what it does to you trying to get better, you know, because it, it kind of works like that. Either you fall in love with jujitsu, the first day you do it, you're like, oh my God, I love, this is like the best thing I've ever done. I got to do it. Or you don't like it because maybe it is too, too close contact for you, or or whatever. There's so there's too many reasons, right? So many reasons to, to go about it. So, when you do fall in love with it, you, it is it's like playing a human chess game, you know. And it's like, even like who sank my battleship? You're trying to guess a little bit, you know. So all these things are, are fun, but it's an amazing workout, and it works out your mind, body, and soul. Because you're around people that you never knew about. Now you form this friendship with people that maybe are less, maybe are greater, maybe are whatever. You just you actually get to just be with people and become one entity. You're not your business card. You're not your social media yeah, followers. You're nothing. You're, you're, you're just, just you're somebody who's trying to get better at something. Yeah, and the guy next to you is trying to do the same thing. 
and you're, you're do it together instantly. Instantly, you, you become partners, right? Because that's what you, hey, please grab a partner so you can work on this. So you are, you truly are like, oh, will you be my partner? Yeah, of course I will. Right then, you, if you you've, win, already, I win. you've already formed a bond with somebody. And, you know, and then again, like you said, it just goes back to learning how to problem solve and, and becoming comfortable in your environment with people you don't know. So I'm sure in the corporate world, when you do go to meet somebody, you're used to it every day. Like, oh, I'm trying, it's like, hey, excuse me, how are you? What's your name? You know, so even if you're shy inside here, you kind of get it out of your shell because you have to, you have to, you're forced to open yourself up to talk to people and to interact with people in a way. And I've seen it, you know, through my career of, of it, you know, when it's, it's a cliche that people say jujitsu saved my life. Well, it, it may not save your life, but it changes your life. Hey, there, for there, some there are a people, lot of addicts in recovery where it, it will life. change your life. You know, I've seen it where it did change somebody's life. And then I've seen it better somebody's life. And, um, I have seen CEOs that have trained jujitsu that have able to be more relaxed and think about things in a different, a different way. They watch jujitsu matches and then they're like, Oh, well, I can approach this in my business world. Um, I don't think it was set out to be like that, but now if you talk to like the creators of jujitsu, which are the Gracie family, if you talk to Hicks and Gracie or somebody, he will ex- describe this to you, like what it's done for his life and how he chooses different things based on his experience of jujitsu and matches. And so if you're a competitive kind of person and you think about jujitsu is a competitive sport, but it's a, it's a, it's not a competitive sport to where, everybody knows each other you're not trying you you went on points or a submission where you tap and the fight in so there's so many rule base that everybody's nice and, and knows each other you see them all the time so if if you're about to compete with somebody you shake their hand hey how's it going i saw you last week yeah. how's the family it's great oh okay well let's go fight you know choke each other out so um when you when you learn that and you and you take that whole mentality of competition, good competition, right? Because there's competition in everything. You can either make it like a bad competition where there's rivalry and anger and and all this stuff, or you can just look at competition as like, I bet you I can fold this piece of paper faster than you, Chris. You know, like, oh yeah, well let's see. You know, it's like that's a fun competition. Sure. So you can take that back to your corporate world to be like, right there, you just solved a problem. And you thought, okay, well if I think about this creatively and and competitively. Maybe I can get this done quicker in a more efficient manner because if I do this, his chances are he's going to do this. Okay, he's doing it right. So if I offer this, then maybe he'll take that and it benefits him and me 50-50 now. This is a great business deal and everybody's going to benefit from it rather than, oh, I'm just going to try to do this. And if he takes it, then great. You kind of lose that mentality. You start to look at it like a partnership. Even if we're not partners, I'm yeah. trying to get you to do a deal. We're not partners. I'm trying. I'm trying to sell you something. But if we look at it in the same aspect of jujitsu, of man, I need you to do this to help me, and I'm here to help you. Can we, you know you're wanting something? I'm wanting to give you something, or vice versa. Yeah. It helps you problem solve quickly and efficiently because you do it every single day. You go to train, so you, you don't even know what's happening. No, and I, I notice. Listen. I don't, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show, and, and, and you know a little bit, but you know, years ago I had, had a really bad accident when I was racing Iron Man and you know, bad, some, some brain trauma. And for years I really struggled with just being a little slow. Like my, my brain was, was slower. I just, you know, I felt like I had a 10 second delay basically. It was like, I, you know, the, the intelligence was still there, but it just it took a little while. And as a result, I kind of went into a little bit of a shell and, and you know, I, th- things like I didn't talk on the phone. I would only talk by email because I didn't feel fast enough to talk on the phone. 
And it was funny because when I, when I found that I started training jujitsu, that that went away in a sense. Like it, it helped me problem solve on the fly, and that it like it, it sped up my brain. And so when I was dealing with people, I was quicker. I was more locked in. I was able to handle that, you know, at a much greater pace. And it's funny because the confidence that comes with jujitsu. So. You know, I, I was saying earlier that, that jujitsu like, gave me incredible confidence when I was in, in business meetings, stuff like that. But it wasn't like confidence like, yeah, I, I, can, I can take you right now. It was confidence that whatever your personality type, whatever idea you have, whatever proposal you put in front of me, I can handle it. Like, I'll, I'll be able to put the pieces together and find a way for this to be, to be impactful or to be meaningful. And, and that's why I just wish that, that so many people in corporate America would learn this but the other thing i wish i wish more people would just do it because they suck at it like, you know, we were talking we were talking about like young kids who have never failed like, you gotta you gotta do things every now and then where you just suck and so you're starting from scratch the power in, in learning something keeps your brain fresh like if you hooked up neurons to your brain i would love to see what goes on when someone's learning something new versus doing something they're very good at over and over it can't be the same level of, of excitement it can't be the same level of engagement I agree. I agree with that. I, it, it's kind of funny because I am, you know, I, I'm supposed to be pretty good at jujitsu. I'm supposed to be. I'd say you're pretty good. But that's the thing. It's I have friends of mine that just are so much better than me, and that's it. it it's like I like that because no matter what, I, I can ask for help, and I can, hey man, how do you do this? Even if I know how to do it, they're just they just it just their brain clicks, and it's that's the difference from everybody. There's always going to be special people. And that's, what's great about it is you'll, people are just special and they're good at what they do just because they're, they're just, that's them. They're special. Um, you never want to be the smartest guy in the room. Cause that's a lonely spot. You never want to be the mm -hmm. best person in the room because you're the, you're, you're lonely. But if you're in there and you're always searching for help, that, that's where that confidence come from because you're, you're constantly building and building. And, and yeah, you, you do have confidence to sit in front of somebody and just be like, well, you know, every day is what I do and, and I train. And you feel good because you're physically, you're, your body's firing off new, neutrons or whatever, yeah. right? That keeps you confident because you're training every day. You're moving your body every day. You're communicating every day. You build a camaraderie with a group of people that you can talk to that are not part of your business that you can get true true feedback right because they're not benefited from sure. you and you're not benefiting from them but um when you do suck at something it's fun to learn it because you're like oh my god i have no idea what i'm doing so there's the competitive the good competitive side of i want to get better at this because i'm no good at it you know and a lot of times if you're no, and, and i'm to blame as well if i'm no good at something i tend to be like oh i don't like that well that's not any good but it is great you just if you take that leap of faith into it and you do learn it, well, you just, you just accomplished a goal, right? In the yeah. corporate world, you always have to set goals every day. So jiu-jitsu is a goal setting every morning. If you go to jiu-jitsu before you job, you set a goal, right? You accomplish that goal. You learn something. Now you're going to your office like, man, I just learned something today. This is great. I'm in a great mood. I'm going to have fun. I've already worked out, and I'm going to go sit at my desk. I'm going to talk to a lot of people. I'm going to inspire them because I just learned something today. So hopefully you're inspired by your learning, right? So I feel like that jujitsu will give you that, you know, that inspiration every day because you learn something new. You learn something new every time you train with a different partner. Sure. Like you can't, you're constantly evolving and evolving and evolving. And that's where, that's where it becomes fun, I think. And that's where the addiction comes from, right? Absolutely. So 
that's where I get addicted. Every time I learn, you know, every time I train, I do something, I'm addicted to it. I was like, oh, I got to do that again. I got to do it again. Chances are I'm not going to do it again because it worked that one time. Problem solving, the person solved the problem. So now I got to find another way to go about doing it. And so that's where the competition and the fun and the, I got to do this, I got to do this. And if you get it, great. If you don't, you got to try tomorrow. And if you don't do it tomorrow, you got to try the next day. Then you got to try the next day. And so it's, a, it's just an evolving process and eventually you'll and here's the funny thing is that one thing you're working on because too many variations and and movement and stuff happens you forgot about that and you try to do something else so it's that's what's kind of funny is you just keep going and going and going and going you know the failure is such a big part of it too and yeah i've talked a lot about why why failure is is so great and such a blessing for, for a lot of folks and you know, the context I talked about was totally different. It was that, you know, you can go learn something from failure. And you know, there's certainly an element of that here too. But one of the things that I see that really plagues executives is just a fear of failure. So they don't want to make decisions. They're like, oh, well, what if this goes south or that goes south? And, you know, so we're just not going to do anything. Like when you're training jujitsu and you're talking, you know, you're a black belt. You've got plenty of friends that, 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 that can wrap you up pretty good. You're going to fail. And... The, the, there's a fear of failure that goes away, you know, when, when you're a white belt and you're getting choked out 37 times in a class or whatever by somebody, and it, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's absolutely gonna happen. But when when you realize what it's like to fail, and that failure is not really fatal, like, uh, it's so free. It is good because if you're gonna fail at every, you're, you're gonna fail. It's, it's we all fail. I failed yeah. today. You know, you failed. Sure. I, you know, I, I probably failed to do this interview properly, you know, which is, you know, it's the first time to ever, I, I, you know, I, to be honest, I don't like this stuff. You know, Kenny, Kenny's on TV every day. So anytime somebody no. tries to get an interview, I just go, <laughs> Kenny Florian, he does this every day. Let him talk. Yeah, mic him up. It's funny. Everybody laughs at me because you put a camera, I run. Um, but it, 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 there is something funny whenever you get choked a bunch, you just end up laughing like, oh, my God, I just got choked 25 times today. It was amazing. But you're still there. You're still there. You know? And then the next day you're going to get choked again and be like, this is so much fun. I'm getting choked every day, but I'm learning a lot. But I'm getting choked. So um, I, I use a quote, in a, in a, and it's again, it's one of those cliche things, I think, but Winston Church, Churchill had a, yeah. a famous quote, you know, from failure to failure to success without losing enthusiasm. That's jujitsu because you yeah. fail and you fail again. I read that this morning. I was reading some of the stuff this morning, actually. Um, that's one of my, my favorite quotes. You know, it's like the best quote. I, I because you're gonna fail, but if you if you keep going and you're failing, but you're failing in a you know you're failing, but you keep doing it. So are you you're not really failing because you're you're just learning yeah. and you're just moving from one failure to the other failure, but all those failures make you successful because you know you're going to continue you're eventually going to get it through you're like oh okay oh well if i just this that i'm going to choke you now yeah there's there's treasure in them and then you choke them and then you're like well i just succeeded but then guess what you're going to get choked like two seconds after that and you're like oh i just failed we got to train later so now you're ready to get to class for the next training, and that's what hooks people. It's like because when that class is over, it's over, right? So you go to you go about your everyday life, but you sit there and think about your jujitsu and like, oh man, I got choked today, but what did I do wrong, and how did I do that? And I can't wait to get there tomorrow because I'm gonna find out if I can. Yeah. And you go, and whatever happens that day, whether you succeed or you fail, you kind of become a. You just kind of learn to accept failure, and you also learn to accept succeeding. 
So That's I think right. if, I mean, again, I'm not you in a take corporate world, evenly. but if you take it to a corporate world and you're sitting in a room of people and you're talking about something and you know something's failing, you're like, oh, well, I know I can find a way to solve that. I just let me think about it. You know, and then you yeah. go and you use jujitsu as that. Jujitsu is a creative thinking, right? That's what it is. Like you just have to think creatively and you can, you know, if you're doing that every day while you're training, because you have to think very quickly and you have to think very creatively, very quickly. So when you actually have time to sit down and think both creatively and intelligently, then you can come up with a really good plan rather easy, I think. And, and there will be a fix for the failure and you're clear to see that, you know, absolutely. And then it kind of helps you open up to asking help because you got to ask help. Well, that's, in thing. that's definitely another thing. So it helps you with the, you know, we all have egos. We all do. Everybody does, you know, um, and especially to ask for help. You know, I think that's the hardest thing is asking someone for help. But if you're, if you're asking it constantly on, on a level of, you're not really asking for help. You're just, it's your, you know, you're, you're taking a course, you're taking a class, you want to get better. So you have to ask, Hey, how do you do this? You're not like saying, Oh, I really need your help, but you are. So just getting used to that you'll go to your, your partner or somebody that works for you and maybe they're not at the position you are, which is great. You can just say, hey, hey how would you do that? Like, and you... that, that humility goes both ways. Yeah, now the, that the, the person... The best leaders I've ever worked for were people that ask questions down the chain of command. Yeah, you're leading from the bottom, you know. I actually had a book that was teaches you how to lead from the bottom. You may not be the smartest, or, but you do have a mind, and that, that mind could actually get your creative mind going as if somebody who has more experience and all of a sudden it's like, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't think about that. Thank you. Now my brain can creatively think in this direction and I can solve in this direction and blah, 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 blah. So uh, jujitsu really helps that because you learn so much from a white belt to the black belt to a kid, you know, sometimes kids do things. You're like, Oh my God, how did you do that? And yeah. your body moved and you didn't die. And I was scared to death and hmm, I'm going to yeah. take that. And you know, it's funny. It's, it's, it's just a funny, it is. So I know we're, we're a little short on time here. I know you got to teach, but for people that are in LA, Meraki is, is an awesome place and there's not a lot of Thank places you. like it. So let's talk a little bit just about the partnership side. Oh. So, so you and Kenny Florian, how Meraki came to be. And, and I'm actually just curious how you guys work as partners because yeah, I've been fascinated by the idea of partnership lately. One, cause I have a business partner, but you know, there's this old adage that partners can't handle success. And I'm really curious whenever I see partners that do things well and that execute well, because there's, there's a secret to that. And I don't think people come to that naturally. Uh, I think it's my respect for Kenny before we were friends, I watched him fight, you know, and I respected him as an intelligent fighter. He, you know, he, 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 he was a true professional. And, and when you're a professional athlete, everybody has their view of what a professional athlete is. You know, I was a professional athlete in my sport. He's a professional athlete in his sport. And, and how you communicate and how you carry yourself. And, you know, Kenny, you don't ever not see him smiling, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's how it kind of we came about as we, as I was me and, and, and jiu-jitsu. And then Kenny moved into jiu-jitsu, into MMA and became, you know, was super, super successful. You know, not other people realize, but Kenny Florian has a, has a good degree from Brown University, you know, in Boston. Like the guy's a, he's not just your, I'm going to go fight for, you know, like he's a very intelligent individual. He's a cerebral so, guy. So we were training, we trained together for a long time and we were sitting outside one day and I've always had this idea of opening a gym that's not your typical gym. You know, I wanted a, a more of a luxury type of gym to where it is geared, not just throw some mats on the ground and get out there and fight really hard. And 
my idea, my idea of jujitsu was to really offer like a, like an art gallery layout where it's like, when you walk in, you're like, Oh wow, this is a really nice facility. I enjoy being in here. First and foremost, you actually enjoy the environment and it's a, it's a relaxed environment because with that comes level of instruction, you know? So it's like, I want to really give people the, uh, the world-class training that you would train in if you were training in a gym that's just built for competition and really hard training because everybody wants that you know even the businessman wants to train like that so mm -hmm. if you can get the best of both worlds you have world-class instruction by world-class instructors and you have a facility that you feel very comfortable in that's what i always wanted so me and kenny were outside we're talking and you know and i was like man i want to open this gym and um I was talking to, you know, I was going to open it, uh, a Gracie Baja, you know, with, with my sure. professor and everything. And, but I've always had this idea of, of opening it more of an art, art type place. So we're just talking and Kenny, Kenny, Kenny same. He's like, oh man, I've been wanting to do this. And, you know, Kenny's had so many people ask him to open gyms and, you know, Kenny has his own gym in Boston yeah. with his brother, Keith, you know, um, which is amazing. So it just kind of clicked or we were talking and you know, Kenny, Kenny's, you know, like I, I get inspiration from Kenny. He, he can, he, there's so many things he helps me with, you know, and, and same, I can help him and he helps me. And it, it just kind of right then we just were like, I mean, looking for somebody to do the same with the same goal yeah. and mentality. Cause it's hard to find people who think on the same, same line and what they want and what their expectations are. Well, especially when it's so different, you know, th this is, this is a lot more like an Apple store than it is yeah, the that's, than, than the regular jiu-jitsu academy. Most people probably think martial arts academy. They think some kind of dungeon. Uh, I wanted to think more. Massive. This is a beautiful place. you got to think outside the box. I wanted to think of fashion, right? Because people enjoy fashion. If, if it's a nice fashion brand, you know, like a shirt, a high-quality shirt, you really feel that shirt, you know, sure. or the pants. or You know, you like it. It, it all it. plays in your mentality. You're like, man, I really like that. So we wanted to kind of get that mentality of fighting is not fighting like just pounding your head in fighting can also be done in, in ways to change like i said it change jujitsu will change your life so if we can if we can offer it for wealthy people not so wealthy people um in in middle whoever business official to government official to you know like, like joe or you you know it's like the, the whole mentality of getting everybody in one one room and and feel this like oh I can I can be good at this and I don't have to walk around with my head up high and with an ego I can I can do this and also wear a nice shirt and be comfortable oh. in who I am and and that's what we wanted you know so we're trying to build that mentality to where I want you to walk around with a suit and tie and have confidence to be like oh yes I do I train jujitsu and I train in this very nice place because it fits my lifestyle. And jujitsu is a lifestyle. It's not. It absolutely it's is. not fighting, and and it's and it it is fighting. I, I but it's really hard for me to describe that because I want people to know the difference of jujitsu. Is is it can teach you a lifestyle of being relaxed, looking at problems differently than you would before, um, getting aggressive, but in a very uh, like in a controlled and and in a good meaning way aggressive mm -hmm. you know some people i mean i know that's a that's kind of a poor way of mentioning it but i don't i don't know how to really say it no con controlled aggression i think is, yeah. is absolutely vital especially in a business setting yeah you, you, you've got to be direct you've got to you, you do have to be aggressive to succeed 
You, you can't be a, a wimp about it, but you also have to do it in a way that allows it to be effective <laughs> rather than just, you know, we've all seen the, the boss that's just screaming, yelling yeah. at people and all that. But there's also the driven boss, but the guy that communicates well, that inspires people to follow him, even though he has incredibly high standards. That's uh, I, I, that's what I feel like. That's what I want to be like. You yeah. know? So, and I want the gym to follow that path to where I, you don't have to yell. You can just kind of look and people know, okay, okay, all right, let's go. Right? And and that comes from togetherness. So this gym and, and a lot of gyms, you know, they, they will. They'll start to have little groups of people. And I don't like that. I, I want people to, there is no group. There's, there, there, there's one group. From what group. I've seen here, there, there's not clicks or anything like that. No, it's, we're very. You're part, of, you're part of it when you're here. You're yeah. white belt, you're black belt. You're part of it. And that's yeah, an that's, awesome place. That was our goal. That was our main goal is to make sure that we don't just have little clicks where it's, everybody right. feels the same as everybody. And, and it's, it's working. It's working. It's, you know, it's new for me. This is, you know, this is still, it's still a very beginning of my journey. And, um, I, I missed, I, I fell a lot. I fell a lot. So mm. thank God jujitsu kind of, kind of helps me. You know, I, I failed, I failed the other day on things on building this gym, like my vision to the way it turned out. I failed. Um, but I've, I've learned, I've, I've just kind of taken it and like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And, and it is working. So I don't know if that makes sense. Well, it's like, definitely working. But it's definitely working. You know, it's it's. I want to get better, so I want to learn more. I need I need to, I look for people to help mm. me with the business part of this, and a lot of things before I make decisions, I call about twenty five people to be like, hey man, would you do this or would you not do this? Would you do this or this or how? And but there's no finish line with that. No, that's no, the thing. You're never going to know enough, <laughs> and you're never like you're never going to be good enough at jujitsu. You're never going to be good enough at business, and. The people that start to appreciate that journey rather than just look at it as checkboxes and destinations are the people that are the happiest yeah. and the most successful too, for that matter. Well, I hope I can get into that. I'm successful in that what we build is successful. So, you know, like there's many, there's many, there's many forms of success, right? So, um, depends on how everybody looks at success a little bit different. So sure. we're successful because we're giving a people, all the members that we have, we're successful at giving them a place to express themselves right sure. just use an expression so we're giving them a way to come and express themselves and meet new people and belong to something and and they don't have expectations you know like a lot of times if you join a group there's expectations to that group our only expectations are please come and train <laughs> like, yeah. like that's it like that's what I need from you is to, to commit to training so that you do get better and you see you get better your own self and then that's when it's good when you actually feel yourself getting better when you couldn't choke somebody now you're mm -hmm. choking you know you got yeah. better i don't need to tell you because you know in your heart and yeah. soul and you can only do that by coming and coming and coming and coming so my only expectation is that yeah. i don't need anything from you I'm, I'm here to to teach you whatever i know and if i don't know it i know people that know it and i'm sure those people know somebody that know it so we'll get you the information eventually um but you just got to show up well speaking of showing up there are a lot of guys out there that are going to be very angry if we keep talking, because I know you're about maybe 30 seconds from, from starting class here. So, uh, first of all, thanks for your time. Yeah, no, I'm really uh, glad awesome. you came and, and frankly, I, I'd love to chat again, because there's probably more of your story here. I know there's more of your story that we didn't get into, so we'll, we'll make that happen some point, I hope. But uh, if anybody's listening, interested, and you're, you're in California, check out Rocky. It's on uh, west side of Los Angeles. Awesome place, and I'll put a link up on the site as well. Yeah, thank but you. Thanks a ton. We'll do this again soon. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank all you right. so much.